Okay, so I have a little story, and it's not necessarily a fun story, but it is interesting. So last night, I was, um, my, my daughter's been having some difficulty sleeping in the middle of the night. She'll occasionally wake up. And so I, she woke up at around 3.30, so I went into her room and got her back to sleep. Took like 30, 40 minutes. So after that time, I'm kind of in a fog. I'm just like, I need to drink some water, recuperate a bit. So I walked to the kitchen. So drink water, come back into the hallway, and as I'm entering the hallway, I hear the alarm system we have just say, window open. And I'm like, what? So I, I go up to the alarm system, and I check it, and it says, yeah, one of our windows is open. And so I'm like, okay. So I go around the entire house, and I start looking at all the windows, you know, while everyone else is asleep, and nothing, not seeing anything out of the usual. So I was like, okay, that's at least a good start. But I'm still checking out around the house just to make sure there's no, no no funny business happening. So grab a flashlight, turn it on. Seems we're working fine. We're good. So go outside the house, um, go to the, around the first corner, turn on the flashlight. As soon as I lift it up, it just starts flickering and then turns off. And I'm like, what? No, no. So I slap the slap it back on. It kind of goes back and on. And there's a lot of lights around my house. Like not a lot, but enough where I can see stuff. Um, so I'm going around my whole house with this flickery flashlight checking. No one's there. Um, so I go back, close all the doors, lock everything up, and then, you know, spend the next hour just trying to calm my heart down because I've had okay. such such an adrenaline rush from all of that. Um, so that was how I spent last night. So cool. it, it, it just sounds like, uh, Nathaniel, you played Phasmophobia for the first time in your <laughs> yeah, own house. Much. Yes, yes, and pretty th- much. That's, that's honestly that. <laughs> kind of horrifying. Yeah, yeah. Brenner's like, jealous. <laughs> no, I am not. I hate that game so much. Like, and not like I hate it, hate it, but like, I just, I hate that game. <laughs> yeah that that's fair that's that's intense hello and welcome to the nerd cops podcast where we aim to protect and serve the sanctity of nerddom i'm your host of this episode nathaniel along with my co-host casey hello and renner what's happening today we will be discussing whether or not skyrim is story driven Let's dive in. So we'll go ahead and start with the simple question. Uh, have y'all played Skyrim and how how much time have you spent playing Skyrim? I'm going to start with Renner. Not as much as you'd think. Okay, have you completed like the main story? Let's start there. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> I bet okay. I know his answer to this question then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's... I, I know the answer to the other person. So, Casey, how much time have you spent playing Skyrim? Uh, hundreds of hours. <laughs> so, um, I, so most of my playing was on the PS4, so I don't really have a solid number. Um, but if I was to estimate it... You know what? Let's word it this way. I played from the release date November 11th, 2011, um, and I was still playing it last year. So I don't know how much time I've put into it, but a, a lot. 
And I have beat the main story probably two dozen times, honestly. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so for myself, it's pretty simple. So actually, Casey bought this game for me for Christmas one year. I turned it on. I played it. I got past the part. I guess minor spoilers for this game. It's been out a long time. If you're going to play it, go play it. You silly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I got past the part where a dragon comes in and attacks you. And I got like to the next village. And I was like, cool. I'm going to stop there for tonight. And then I never played it again. <laughs> so. so you got to Riverwood. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. So. Um, okay, so let's just dive into let I want to speak a little broadly first because I think there's an interesting kind of question to dissect before really going into Skyrim. What makes a story driven game? What What's the difference to you between a story driven game and not a story driven game? Now, no. I want to preface this. Hold on, hold on. I want to preface this. I'm not talking about games that don't have stories. There are some of those games that there is not a story at all. But if there is a game with a story, how do you define whether or not it is story-driven or not? Like I said earlier, we've discussed this before. Um, with that being said, like a brief summary is like, we, uh, the discussion was specifically geared towards um, uh, from, uh, from software games. With like Dark Souls, Demon Souls, um, El uh not Elder Scrolls, that's what we're talking about today. Um, uh, Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Uh, those types of games. Like, there, there are people that are on the one side of, like, this is such a story-driven game of I have to do this, but that I, I have the personal belief of, like, yeah, if, if you go and spend hours and hours trying to find this lore throughout the game, as well as in a forum and subreddits and all sorts of stuff, like, you have to find the lore for this game. Personally, I don't necessarily disagree that Skyrim is a story-driven game. Because, like, there's obviously, like, there's a main quest line that you follow. But then there's also, like, the other hours and hours and hours of all of the side quests that can, like, take, like, even longer. A lot longer. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and provide more lore. So, like, it, it, it's just, like, for me, I'm it's a toss-up. I'm not exactly sure of how to answer. Okay. Can, That's I, can I take this for a second? Oh, go for I, it. I want to, I want to, I'm, I'm sending this over to you, Casey, but I want to have a question and kind of maybe a clarification question. So the comparison I'm going to make, and then I want you to, Casey, I want you to tell me what the difference might be is to me, that sounds a lot like the Assassin's, Assassin's Creed series in which you have a main story. And I would argue that Assassin's Creed is very story driven. But on top of that, you have all of these other things that you can or cannot do that do add to the lore of the game. So, I guess two questions. Is that comparison correct? If it's, and then if whether or not it is or not, why not? Or why so? Assassin's Creed. Okay. Um, let me mull over that real quick. 
while I kind of directly respond to Renner's, actually, Renner, I'm kind of in the same boat because I can actually go both ways for two different reasons. Um, in terms of Assassin's Creed, I'm just gonna let you guys know all that's going on in my head right now is just Ezio Auditore leaping off of a built like a building. You hear the eagle call. And then, like, right before he hits the ground, you just hear, Fruce And he just flies back up in the air. <laughs> Love it. I approve. Um, That's absolutely <laughs> fair. So, yes and no. So, Assassin's Creed, you've got a major storyline. Where I would okay. say that that is story-driven. Just say what you want about the new ones. And there's... There's exceptions in there, but it's story-driven, I would say. And then side missions for some busy work. Some of them adding a little bit to the world and the lore, but but a lot of them are just busy work. If we're just being honest, do I do that busy work every time? Yeah, absolutely. In contrast to Assassin's Creed, Skyrim, in the same way, has a lot of side missions and, and other stuff, as Renner was alluding to. But they are much more com. Would I say complex? I would say complex stories. Like there are, there are often entire story plots. At like sometimes some of them are even better than the main story. And I I don't think I'm speaking out of line. I know multiple of my friends would say the same. Like the Thieves Guild has its own storyline going on. Then you've got the Fighters Guild. You've got the uh, the Brotherhood. Um, and so, and, and like, those are like hours of storyline and building those guilds. And then you've just, and then you do have in the same way as Assassin's Creed, you do have a lot of just little one-off side missions, you know, go, you know, uh, fetch quest, I guess, if you will. So yes, no, but they are different in, in that way. Okay. That's absolutely fair. Okay, so that's interesting. So let's let's dive into each section of that. So let's start with let's say it's not story driven. What are the arguments for that part of the conversation? Saying this is not a story driven game. I guess my question with that would be, how is it driven in that case? If it's not a story driven game, what drives that game then? Rainer, do you want to tackle it first? Bruh, I don't. I literally, I think I remember killing like the first dragon. And that's about it. That's okay, so why I was like, bro, like, I don't know nothing about this game. Okay. All right. So here's where I could make a stand that it's not driven by the story is that people don't play it for the story. The, that's not the drive. If yeah, actually, I could have also said so, that as well. Yeah. Um, d- yeah, yeah. When, when you think about it, like people do it because of the character builds. How can I tweak my character? What can I do? Where do I... Ex- the exploration alone is worth playing this game. Being able to go wherever you want, whenever you want, explore any cave anywhere. Um, that's... I mean, and that's why... I've been playing the game 10 years after it released is because no other game gives you that freedom and that feel of exploration that Skyrim manages to give you. And PC or, says something and, really rude. Quick save. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get, 
always have your fingers ready for quick save. Seriously. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean that would be that would be the main reason is just because of the vast amount of things you can do, explore, and experience. Really. Okay. Story sense. aside. Turner, do you have anything to add to that, or is that just a? I mean, to just to go absolutely the opposite of what you said, bruh, people, like, only play this game to, like, do the dumb shit. Like, mod the game. Like, but, like, I, I think one of the funniest things that I think I've seen is just, like, ah, uh, like, yes, adds, adds coronavirus that I can just randomly get. I, like, it's uh, you've died to coronavirus or like Mike, like made a, like somebody who like modded and created a mechanic where like your character can just die from a heart attack. Like it's, it's just like it, or the tur like turning all of the spiders into black bears, turning the dragons into Kermit the frog. Like it's just, it's the dumb shit that you can do. Raining trains. Yeah. Raining like, so there was somebody who added because it's Bethesda code. They added the um uh the freaking uh like the slow down time thing, but and then selecting like the specific area of the body you want to hit with your with your weapon or whatever it, from uh Fallout. Yeah, from Fallout. Like there's that. Like it, it's it's just it's that kind of thing of like you can just do the dumbest shit ever in this game and it's hilarious yeah. and people love to do it because you can this game is over a decade old yeah like 11 years yeah like it's it's exactly over a decade old like yeah and i will say like that is the stuff that has managed to keep it alive like if it was the vanilla game and nothing ever added anything to it there would be a cult following, I would say, but it would not be to this level. No, they wouldn't have re-released this game what, like four hundred times. Oh, dude! On like, Bethesda, like the I think the latest release was for like the Switch, and Bethesda yeah. modded their own game to where you could get the Hylian Shield and the Master Sword from Legend of Zelda. <laughs> yeah, I own them. <laughs> like, like it's. It's like that kind of stuff where it's just like, okay, this is really stupid, but this is really funny too. Yeah. Oh, it, you're awake. It's hilarious. Like, and then like, there's the memes of just so like it fades to black, and then just like, wake. Oh, you're awake. As you're yeah. uh, 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 like the beginning of the game. Like so many memes. So many. Because he has where if you have coin. Okay, so let's now go to the other side of the argument so what argument would you give for yes actually this is a story driven game there's a main quest line there's renner's stance there's a there's a main quest line there's there's lore yeah. that you you immediately start cool. with and then continue forward all the way up until the end of the main quest line yeah at, at the heart of it i absolutely would agree with that so I mean, to add a little bit more to it, like, <laughs> that is what The way you made it sound, me. it sounded like you were going to disagree with me on why it was this. I'm like, are oh, you really no. about to argue with me about this? <laughs> oh, I okay. I'm arguing with for you, buddy. No worries. Oh, that's, <laughs> yes, that's, yeah. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, no, I, but I do agree. Like, but I will say for more detail, at least for my ex is that's actually what captivated me from the get go. Like you, you, I mean, the Sano never even got to it. Once you get past Riverwood and you go to, I think it's white run and then you kill your first dragon and you, you stand there and you absorb their soul and you start gaining dragon powers. I loved that crap. Um, and then I wanted to know why. And so you start going down this path of learning about your character and why you're dragonborn and you get to, you know, defend white. Yeah. You know, if you don't know, just, yeah. Um, but, uh, and then and, and it just captivated me. And then in the same way, like you'd go, you meet the dark brotherhood and I was like, Whoa, I want to know more. And you just, you experience all the stories. Now, with that said, that was probably that was probably like the first year or two, um, being captivated and loving the story. Now, when I play, I I skip all the cutscenes and uh, and dialogue and just you know see previous opinion. <laughs> but there's a little bit of both with this game, which I think is what partly makes it so unique and probably well loved. Okay, so with that said, here's a question I have. So obviously, Elder um, Scrolls is not the oldest version of this. So do you think Oblivion, Morrowind, all the other ones beforehand, do you say the same thing? Arena. For... Sure. Uh, would you say all of those uh, hold the same thing? Would you say those are also story-driven, not story-driven, or kind of in the same boat as uh, Elder Scrolls? uh wasn't arena like a completely different game i i feel like it's a different style i i'm not gonna lie though oh I no I it's, a first, it's a first person shooter or it's a fps it's just it's it's like that. doom it's it, it's the, it's but that it's doom it's like doom but it's okay it, it's Do, the to that end though i don't know I don't know in terms of its storytelling and whatnot. I can't really speak into that one. I can maybe... I, I have dabbled with dra uh, Daggerfall a little bit. Um, and Daggerfall is similar. It just has higher graphics and um, uh, it, more 3D. It was, it, I mean, the old school Elder Scroll gamers like prefer Daggerfall. Most of them. Hands down. They say that the the newer ones, even Morrowind, a lot of them will say like they start simplifying it too much. Um, but with that said, like Daggerfall, I really, in terms of this conversation and storytelling, I hadn't dived enough into that one. Now, my experience really starts taking off from Morrowind, Oblivion, and then Skyrim, and with those three, I would see, I would say they're absolutely similar in that sense. Um, Pretty much in every way. They've just, for better or worse, they have, um, I mean, obviously they've polished things up as they would, um, but as they've progressed to Skyrim, they kind of simplified the RPG mechanics. And that's what I mean by better, better or worse, is there's a lot of hardcore Elder Scrolls gamers that hate that. So, in terms of the storytelling, across the board, they're, those three are pretty equivalent. I mean, and honestly, Oblivion told a really fantastic main story. Uh, even preferable to uh, uh, Skyrim. In, in, but 
So looking at it, Oblivion looks like it has like all of like some of the memes that I've seen and stuff. It's just like, I love dogs. Dogs are so lovely. Everybody loves dogs, don't they? Exit the conversation, turns around, and it's just like, yeah, and a guy's stabbing one of like a, a like a wolf or something. Like yeah. I think it's a like that's Oblivion. But also, like, I'm looking back at some of these because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't alive for, I think, two-thirds of the games that we're talking about. <laughs> let me, let me go back and double check. Um, but, like, it, it's just, like, I'm looking at these and it's just, like, oh, my God, these are terrifying. Like, some of these, like, enemies are just, like, oh, my God. What? What am I looking at? Like, yeah, 94, 96 is Daggerfall. Morrowind came out. Two, uh, 2000? Two, 2002, two years after I was, two. I was born. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was two years old. And then uh, Oblivion came out 2006. Uh, yeah. Six years after I was old, I was born. And then, or technically three, because I was born in 99. And then there's Elder, uh, then there's Skyrim, which is the one I am more familiar with, which came out in 2011, which, because I played, or I played it a little bit. And then I'm trying to remember, when did Elder Scrolls Online come out? Was it 2016? 2014. 14? Okay. 14 was the first Elder Scrolls Online. And then Skyrim Special Edition, that's what came out in 2016. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I thought something came out in 16. Wait. But. Wait. I could, I mean, there was a Morrowind expansion in Online? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, wait, so hold on. I forgot. I do have more Elder Scrolls experience than I thought. I played Blades for, like, three months. Elder Scrolls Blades is, the is like, the mobile game that they came out with. I for oh, completely yeah. forgot about it until looking at I played that for, like, three or four months straight. Because I'm just like, I hate, like, this is so cool, but also I hate this. This is so difficult to play. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you lasted longer than me. <laughs> like, I played it for like a week. <laughs> but it wasn't bad. No, it's not. It wasn't bad. It was actually pretty uh, decent for a um, mobile uh, or a uh Oh, what? It's like when a major, like when a major company produces a mobile AAA? game. Yeah, like when I tried to play mobile game. Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. like like it, it was it was pretty decent. Yeah, I mean I agree. The only reason I I trailed off is like I was I was pretty actively still playing Skyrim, so I didn't I just didn't need blades in my life. Like, <laughs> so I don't need blades. I have the real blades. I mean, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> but okay, so I heard it mentioned. Um, Elder Scrolls Online. Let's just sit there for just a second. So in terms of story-driven, not story-driven, where does that fit into the conversation? So for me, I, I'm not necessarily the right person to ask. I am pretty new to PC gaming, and in turn, I'm pretty new to MMOs. 
and at least thus far i haven't i haven't really enjoyed any yet i i don't find them as captivating for one reason or another even playing elder scrolls i did try elder scrolls and sunk about 70 hours into it really trying to give it a chance um with uh with one of my friends but we just kind of fizzled out because we were just kind of bored of it so uh, i don't really know to be honest with you where it would fall um i don't i don't know um mostly now i will say thinking like going back to that morrowind comment of just being a cash grab just for the record it's not like a remake of morrowind in online that's not what it is at all. And it's actually, that was one of the expansion packs that was apparently really well loved. I thought about going to it. It's actually like just set in that part of the country and exploring that. So it's opening up a whole new part of the map, but it's telling a completely different story, I believe. I mean, the audience was, can correct me if I'm wrong. I was kind of joking when I said that, not going to lie. <laughs> oh, okay. Like I, 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 sure. I, I was being facetious when I said that. I don't, I don't think. I think the only thing that that Bethesda as a company has done that I would even consider being a cash grab is porting games to like the Switch. I think I mean, that's the, yeah. and I think that's the only thing I would say is a cash grab, just because. Like, even on the Switch, like, Doom 2016, and then Skyrim, uh, the, the, the Enhanced Edition, or whatever it was, it still didn't look good. Like, it, like, the, the better graphics, like, it, no, it, 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 well, no, like, the graphics itself, like, just didn't look good on the Switch. And the Switch isn't necessarily, like, a, a crappy... You know, well, it depends I mean, it's on who true. I mean, yeah, and I'm not going to say the Switch is crappy hardware. It's not. It's just not as powerful, honestly. Everybody yes, knows that. Yes, yes. So, I mean, they, they probably did what they could. Now, I will say, though, like, and this is kind of part of the thing that's making people a little nervous is like Fallout 76 with Bethesda. There was some cash grabbiness to that game, like this monthly uh, um, fee to just have more storage and stuff like i i mean i don't i don't play it so i don't know completely but it's why i don't play it um um also it's a crappy but, game yeah Should that they're be. still trying to charge you ten dollars a month for for the people that are playing it so yeah um i and, and to to go uh back to the whole elder scroll online, online thing I, I, I still don't know how I feel about it. My experience, like, I had fun with the character creation. Like, just, I, I just thought it was really fun. And then interacting with people. And then finding out later, just, and then continuing playing. It's just like, oh, wow, this game's really <laughs> Like, th- th- there's no. every, like, what? sorry. There's every branch of the internet where, like, they... It, because it's an MMO, there's just there's a corner of every MMO where it's just a, like ah, that's that's gross. Like I, I think it, I don't I don't know how to dis- describe this to you guys. 
I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm lost. I don't know what you're referring to exactly. I just thought. I, I don't. Boring. I don't know. I, I if, <laughs> if you know, you know. Like, there's a corner of every okay. MMO where it's just, like the entire purpose of going to said place is because, like, go like going to this part of the that like the entire player base is because horniness. And I All think right. the now nowadays terms would be simp, like down bad, like. If you know, you know. If you so, if, I'm researching Elder Scroll Online brothels. Just kidding. Uh, fuck <laughs> you! Now I have to. Now I have to. God, get <laughs> Casey. Uh, Elder <laughs> Scroll Scrolls Online. <laughs> Is why aren't there brothels in ES? Yeah, that's the first thing that came up. <laughs> no, I found but, out okay. what happens in the basement of an ESO brothel. Ah, the Prostitutes Guild. That's what? Yeah, there's the unofficial Elder Scrolls pages, which is like the wiki. The Prostitutes Guild was sanctioned in 2E321 Second Era by Pont. Potentate Rizdu Shea with the approval of the Guilds Act. Each local chapter of the Prostitutes Guild has a guild mistress who handles appointments with clients and oversees the safety of the guild's prostitutes. The Prostitutes Guild House of Camlorn is a large, almost pal palatial building located in the affluent part of the city. Let's let's compare, say, Skyrim to something like, and, and especially this is coming from me. This is gonna sound really hypocritical. Let let's go with like the closest equivalent of, of, of game, which is uh, which I would say is uh, Elden Ring, like super like super fantasy, like g great like super open world, blah blah blah. All that stuff, depending okay. on your like, how, would you now, agree or disagree with what I'm well, saying? Here, here's why. I, I with that one, I don't know because I haven't got to play Elden Ring yet. I don't know how the story is presented. Now I know with no other maidens? from software games, do what? No maidens. No maidens. No maidens. You're losing me. I don't. Mm. If you know, you know, listeners. Okay. If you know, you know. So, so the question is just like how how would you like like I I could say like yeah they're very similar in the fact of like they're they're open world story driven air quotes um like 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 there there's all that like would you disagree with what I'm saying like like darks like those kind of Souls games like they're they're technically open world. But also, kind of not as what so is so is Skyrim like it's open world, but also like there's there's like a like like there's paths you're supposed to follow and stuff like that. Right. Like you can go so, everywhere on the map. That doesn't necessarily mean that you should go everywhere on the map. <laughs> right. Too many um, horses yeah, flying. Well, I I would agree with you. I believe because I mean with like Elden Ring. <sighs> A lot of that story is found deeper in like books, and you have to read that stuff in the lore, like you were saying. Where 
that and i mean that's there for the people that want it and i love that but with that said i think that that's different that makes it different in sense i don't think that's story driven then because it's not it's not forcing it on you it's not the drive of it at all um you could really i mean you can like go on cruise control and play elden ring and at the end of it have no idea what the story is or like a dark souls game kind of thing so how i would play it just to say that i've eaten a souls game just <laughs> autopilot <laughs> and then rage quit and then rage quit because I, I don't like those games because it makes me mad. <laughs> that is fair. They're definitely not for everyone. So, so but yeah. kind of tangential to that, I, I was listening to another podcast and they had mentioned, like, have you guys seen, like, the Elder Scrolls, like, no hit runs? Or not the Elder, Elder Scrolls, the um, uh, From Software, no hit runs? Honestly, I don't think I have. So there, there, it's like a speed run, but it's a speed run where you you cannot get hit. If you get hit, you have to start all the way over. Oh, and, and they pl- they play from the first Dark Souls game all the way up to like the like to Elden Ring, and they beat the game without getting any hit, like getting hit once. And there's even a boss that you're supposed to die to in one of the Dark Souls games. Like you, like if you don't know how to play the game, you, like you just die to it. But that's also part of the story. Like, and it's one of the first monsters that you fight in one of the Dark Souls games. So it's just like, like those are just insane. Anyway, yeah, yeah. No, I, I've put a lot of time into some games. I've never done anything like that, <laughs> and nor will I. Don't forget to purchase your sweet rolls and always remember horses are not meant to fly unless you have the mod. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Nerd Cops podcast. Let us know what you think about Skyrim, whether you think it is story driven, not story driven, just what you think. And also remember to check out our subreddit, r slash the Nerd Cops podcast, and all our other socials will be found in the description of this episode. And we will talk to you guys later.